message is part of the media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. Today's teaching is by Pastor Daryl Ruick. Why don't you have a seat for just a moment? Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. If you were here for worship and prayer and you grabbed a bulletin and read the worship and prayer blurb this morning, I asked the question, what do you do when you don't, when you don't feel so thankful? It's obvious from Scripture, every brand new Christian knows It's instinctive to the new nature that you have in Christ that Ephesians 5.20 ought to be true. That we ought always give thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even even the Father. But but what do you do when you don't feel so grateful? I I hope you had a good Thanksgiving week. I hope you had a good uh, time of uh, fellowship with your family and uh, an opportunity to spend some time reflecting on what you are thankful for. But maybe, maybe you've had season in the past, time in the past, or maybe even in the here and now where you just really don't feel that thankful. What do you do? Some of you maybe who spent some time thinking about it or praying about it in uh, worship and prayer, what did you come up with? Where, where did God direct you? Anybody? Thank Him anyway? Okay. Ms. Tracy, what would you say? Keep giving thanks. In spite of your feelings, keep giving thanks. Somebody else? Help somebody. Okay, that's interesting. Helping somebody creates, uh, gives reason maybe to be thankful. Yeah. Okay. Cute. Don't worry. Be happy. I think I heard that was in a sermon somewhere recently. Meditate on what he's done. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Um. So as a chaplain, they send you to all kind of interesting trainings. And recently, one of the trainings that I got to do was land navigational training. Essentially, I think the, uh, the goal is, is that if we ever get deployed with our unit and we're out somewhere, the jungle, the desert, what have you, and you need to find your way, they need you to not just be dependent on the people whose job it is to find the way, but they want everyone to have some basic skills on how to, how to navigate in the field, how to navigate from point A to point B. So if they drop you off here and they say, hey, meet us here to get picked up, you, you want to be able to know how to get picked up, right? And so then they, they give you these maps and they give you these, these cool ruler-looking things, kids. They got, like a, they got like degrees of the earth all the way around them and, and some crazy numbers, and then there's a string attached to the center of it. And they tell you to lay this thing on the map and turn it a certain way. And then the map has these little boxes on it that have numbers on them. And then they give you this this big number. It's kind of like code. It's kind of like a puzzle, right? They give you this eight-digit number and they say, okay, here's the point you have to find. And if you can locate those eight digits on the map and then protract it and shoot an azimuth towards towards where you're going and then and then find the degrees that you have to go and then know how many steps because it has a little ruler on the bottom of the map. And then and it's tiny, man, it's crazy. And you can you can figure out how many meters from that little guide on the bottom of the map and then measure it from point A to point B. Then then you count that many steps in the direction you think you're supposed to go and then you should be there. Um, 
And so they gave us class after class over how to do this, how to do the math, how to do how to do the 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 drawing of the lines, how to find a starting point, how to read the map. Even I mean, we spent a, a whole class just on how to read this map because it's 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 not just like a normal you know road map. Here's I-85. Um, there's squiggly lines everywhere, and you got to be able to tell what's a mountain and what's a hill and what's a river and and what might be a man-made structure. And, and so all those things are, are there to help you. But you spend all this time doing it. And then they sent us to this computer lab where they had this very high-tech, uh, what do they call those things, like simulator? But what is it called when you have like a fake you? Fake, um, an avatar, yeah. They, give you, they, they put you in this avatar thing, and it was mapped uh, by Google Maps or something to the exact terrain that we were going to go out physically the next day so so this avatar you that you controlled on the computer he's walking through in that case fort jackson in columbia south carolina tree for tree building for building pretty pretty awesome amazing and so they send us all day i get in this thing and i'm I'm, i'd map all my coordinates and i know my starting point i found my starting point that was good because you just hit start and it sends you right to your starting point the the imaginary you so i was good to go on that and then I, I headed out and I counted how many steps I was supposed to take, et cetera. And oh, by the way, it depends on how many, how big your strides are for how many steps. It's kind of complicated. I'm not great at math. And so I, I found my first point of the eight that I was supposed to find and never found another one. And so I just wandered around. My avatar just wandered around Fort Jackson for the rest of the, uh, the class, the period of instruction. So I, I wasn't too excited the next day to go out in the real terrain. The only good thing about that was they put us in teams of four. And so in teams of four, they give you your map, they give you a protractor, they give you a compass, and you kind of assign duties to everybody. Like, okay, who was good at the compassing? Who can hold this thing straight, right, because you can't hold it crooked? And who, who can do the math part really well? And who can add, subtract? And so that guy, you know, we got a guy from West Point doing that, and so that was great, and he, he was good to go on that. And then they, they look at me, and they're like, well, what can you do? Not me. Um, how about you guys point me in the direction, and I think I can walk straight, which is actually a very difficult thing to do when there's trees and bushes and, and you know, stuff in the way. Um, I got the nickname Hound Dog by my, by my team because if they set me in the right direction, I could sniff out where we were going. And I'd take the, the right number of steps. I knew how many of my strides would get us 100 meters. And so then I would multiply that times however many, you know, 1,300 meters, 1,500 meters that we had to go to find our little point. And the point could be like, could have been a tank out in the woods or it could have been just like this little shoebox thing in the woods behind a bush, by the way. And they give this eight-digit coordinate that if you, if you map it right and you, and, you, and you find it right, then when you stop taking your steps, they say you should be within 10 meters of your, of your thing you're start trying to find. 10 meters, so 30 feet, so about the size of this room. So when you stop, it should be somewhere in this room. Daytime wasn't that bad. Nighttime was another story. Our team did great. We found all of our points. I'm, I, I, I got pointed in the right direction. Hound Dog took them right to it. All eight points, we were, the, we were the second team back. We were the last team to leave, and we were the second team back. We did pretty good. Nighttime wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't so good. Uh, they waited until it was dark 30, really, really dark, and they give you no lights. And you get a map and your compass, etc. And the compass and stuff has kind of like glow-in-the-dark stuff, so you can see that when you open it up. And you could use a red light, but only when you were stopped at a found point. And so then you could look at the map, and you all had to huddle together so that nobody could see the red light, because at a great distance you can see the red light in, in the dark of night. And so you had to huddle together. You could look at it at your point, find it, and then would point Hound Dog in the right direction, and then I would set out. 
And they would all just kind of follow me until I sniffed out the next point. We found our first point in night navigation. I thought, we're, we're good to go. I actually had the guy who was plotting the points. He was a prior Marine. He was a, he was a recon Marine. He was, he was good to go. Turned chaplain. I'm like, awesome. This guy knows what he's doing. Supposedly, he was the best in our class at navigating points. So I thought, this is going to be easy. This guy, hound dog, great team. We don't even need the other two guys. You guys just push some bushes out of the way as we go. So we found our first point. We thought, this is great. We're going to be done because at the end, we were having, a, we were having pizza because this was the last night of us being out in the woods for a week just eating bad military food. So we thought, we're going to get done early, and we're going to head back, and we're going to get some pizza. First point, we got there, good to go. We started heading out to the second point, and I don't think we were on Fort Jackson anymore because we never found another point all night long. At one point, I'll just be honest with you, we decided to sit down and just talk and just literally, what's, so what's your favorite ice cream? Okay. We determined that the real exercise was not to find the points, but the real exercise we, we decided was that they just wanted us to get to know each other. And they wanted to see if we, you know, if we would argue and things like that. And we said, we actually believe that these are fake points. That's what we convinced ourselves of. None of the other teams had that scenario but ours was that scenario so we just sat on the side of the road and we talked for about an hour and then we 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 took the the long road back because if we knew we went straight back they were just going to send us back out and tell us you know we need to keep looking so we just hung out for a while and then we went back now i'm exaggerating a little bit i mean we we tried to find the second point we got there and i looked around the 30 meters that it should have been and, and again it's dark and so you're looking behind bushes the the day before we we realized that we were we were during day navigation, we were on a point, but it was behind that bush. So, I mean, you really have to look. And, but it, now it's at night. So we, we, we tried to find the second point. But terrain, circumstances, darkness, the team really wasn't working very well. Our guy on the compass hadn't done the compass before. So we, we, had, some, we had some issues. We had some issues finding direction. We had some issues... Um, with the facts of where we were supposed to be and, and what point was supposed to be next, etc. So we had, we had some hurdles to overcome, and, and we, we had a hard time. At one point, we decided that when we couldn't find point two, the only thing that we could do from there, after we looked and looked and looked and looked and looked, was to go back to point one. Because we knew where point one was. So we went back to point one and we set out again. And to be honest with you, we got lost again. We happened upon another point that wasn't one of our points, but it was on the map. And so it was a known point, And so we at least knew where we were. And so we said, OK, let's measure from this known point to the point we're trying to find. And, and we still couldn't find it. And so we said, well, now what do we do? We said, well, we have two options. Both of them had this in common, that we, we needed to go back to something we knew. We either went back to our starting point, that, that thing where we knew it was, or we went back to the point we accidentally tripped up on because we knew where it was. And we could find them on the map, and they were sure, and they were, they were foundational to us. I mean, we knew if nothing else, we could find those two points. So as I was this Thanksgiving praying through, Lord, help me. Help me to be thankful when I, don't, when I don't feel very thankful. All I could do was say, Lord, help, how, do I, how do I 
How do I navigate this terrain? And how do I how do I fix me when I and I don't even when I don't even know what to pray even? How do I become thankful when I really just don't even feel thankful? And and the the word I got from the Lord, the direction that I got that I was hoping you would find. Some of you some of you did, some of you found other great directions. But the one for me was was go back. Go back to a point in time where where you're sure of. Go back to something that you know you're thankful for. Go back to go back to those known navigational points in your own spiritual life where where you were very thankful. Where being thankful was very natural. Where being thankful was very necessary. Go back to that point and and rest there as long as you need to be there. And then try again. To head in the direction that you you feel directed towards. And if you if you get lost again, go back. Go back. Over and over scripture, especially in the Old Testament, God a good father reminds his children, the nation of Israel, over and over again. Do not forget that I am a God of loving kindness. Do not forget what I've done for you in the past. Don't forget my faithfulness. Over and over in the Old Testament, as you read through, especially the first, first five, seven books of the Old Testament, you, you find God reminding them of what he has already done. Those known historical points for the nation of Israel when they were in, in desperate situations, when they were lost, God's, God's go-to plan for them was go back. Go back in your heart, go back in your mind to the places where you know I was faithful. Where you know you were thankful. And rest there, rest in those times and gain courage, gain strength for the place you're at right now, even if it's not an easy place. Why don't you stand? We're going to continue to worship on our fifth Sunday family celebration. Stand with us. Father God, we ask that you would, um, you would take us back as often as needed to those known points of your faithfulness as we navigate terrain, Father, that is sometimes rough sometimes dark and confusing. Father, as we're walking towards what we believe is, is, is your calling, as we're, as we're trying to uh, go in the direction that we feel for our families even, Lord, that you have pointed us, sometimes we get lost. Sometimes just in our own hearts we get lost. Sometimes in our own minds we just get lost. And uh, we, we, we look around for you and we look around for your will and we, and we seek you, Lord, and we just, we just can't seem to find you. And, and even when we try and find thankfulness in our own selves, Lord. It's just, it's not there. So this morning, I pray you would remind us of particular, specific times in each of our lives when you were abundantly faithful and obviously faithful. But sometimes out in the woods and in the darkness, we don't, we don't easily remember how good you've been to us. But Lord, right here, right now, before we finish this service, Lord, take us back to the places in our own life where you, you've done more than we could ever ask or hope for. Where you've come through when we've prayed. Where you've, where you've been faithful beyond measure. If nothing else, Lord, take us back to the, to the joy of our salvation. Take us back to the reality of our sin. 
Take us back to the grace and mercy you extended to us so that we could be redeemed, so that we could have the hope of eternal life in heaven. Lord, if you've done nothing else for us past our salvation, we are eternally grateful. So remind our souls of how to be thankful this morning. In Jesus' name, our cornerstone we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope this message was a blessing to you. To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.